No, I'm purposely getting you to talk about this I know this what shit. you're trying to do. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do, but I'm I ain't going to let you do it, though. I'm, Mike, I'm trying. I'm it's trying. too early. I know you're trying Mike, to bait me in, dog. It's your mic. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to rope him in to saying some shit mm-hmm. when we start hey, the podcast. We, hey, hey, I'm going to tell you like the old <laughs> folks say, we've been together too long. <laughs> you ain't going to get me he like get, that. He get quiet. He start looking at the countdown, looking uh-huh. at you out the corner of his eye. <laughs> yeah, you I doing know the countdown and shit. He like, all right, dog, you know. All right, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, so where we're going is. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know how I get down. You like. You like that movie and shit. We say, when I seen, when I seen him, he a different nigga. When I see him around now, he at church. You're like, hey, brother, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah, yeah, how you doing? How you doing, bro? You doing good? Yeah, yeah. When I see him later on, he like, where the where bitches, the bitches at? <laughs> That's a bang hit me with. Hey, that ain't that dude, dog. That's a bang hit me with. Yeah. <laughs> good day to everybody that's listening. All our new listeners, all our old listeners, all the future listeners we gonna have that's gonna catch us a little bit later on down the road. This is the Whiskey Therapy Podcast. I feel great today. Mm-hmm. I am Magic on the mic, and then we also have Bane over there, <laughs> aka Pixie Dust over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got Bane, aka check this shit out. Okay, hey, guess what happened to me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes it's like that, baby. Also, sometimes bro. it's like that. <laughs> Guess what I guess what I almost did that I didn't do that. I'm glad I didn't <laughs> Dude, do it. I'm glad I didn't do it. <laughs> hey, that's better than guess what I did that I wish I didn't do. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. And I wish I never <laughs> met her at Ooh, all. Watch out. You better quit. <laughs> you better stop, boy. Mm. We gotta start doing this a little more often mm. this way. Them songs are hitting a little bit different every time you had that mm-hmm. uh, had that situation. Boy. <laughs> man, appreciate you guys being out listening to us, man. Uh, as you see, we are in a great mood. I have no idea why, but hey, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping. It is what it is, man. Bane, how's it going, man? What you oh, got? man, I'm doing freaking awesome today, man. Oh, man, I like it. It's you. been a lovely week. I mean, it's still hot to sell outside, but you know, yeah, it is. shout out to the H. You know, that's just how it is. <laughs> that is how we are. If yeah. it wasn't hot, it wouldn't be right. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Can't wait till the fall get here, but everything's good, man. Everything's good. Shout out to everybody that's listening, watching. You know, some people might be taking notes, whatever it is, do what you got to do. Yeah, to man. get done what you got to get done. Yeah, please, please take notes. Take notes of this. You can, uh, yeah. you, you can do uh, little pauses when you need somebody to listen to this. Hey, listen to this particular part at yeah, yeah, thirty-seven yeah. minutes and fifty-two yeah, yeah. seconds. But then tell them to stop because then they might hear something else that might get you back. So. <laughs> it's like this uh, is to a little clip. It's always like when you listen to a song and you got your significant other or something in the car and this shit start you start singing it, but you don't want to sing it the way you want to sing it. Yeah, because then she know what means. So. There's going to be some questions. <laughs> oh, so you feel like that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then mm-hmm. you look at her and you hear the shit yeah. she's singing. You're like, hey, man. Yeah, yeah. Who you talk, thinking about? We need to talk about this? Yeah, yeah. This, this ain't our song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where'd you hear this at when you was hitting mm-hmm. on this shit? I didn't know this. This, this came out way before us. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so how's everything going? How's work? Life treating you? Working life is going, man. I'm, I'm like one of the fortunate, you know, people in the world that's still still employed, uh, right. still collecting those checks, still hustling. You know, everything in the economy is slow, so you know we gotta we gotta branch out and do all kind of things, man. A lot of social media, you know, reaching out, a lot of text messages sent, a lot of people like, hey, man, let's do a virtual lunch or something. <laughs> you gotta you gotta get creative in these times uh, to keep revenue coming. You know, in the pandemic, just trying to right, right. trying to figure it out, man. Uh, and now. You know, a lot of people have the, the the school coming up, so a lot of people have to Ooh, figure that out. A lot of people freaking out behind it, man. They are. So that's that's going to be the next hurdle that we're going to have to deal with economically, you know, and as far as the pandemic goes, too. It's just, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? Yeah, uh, some of them don't want to start back at all for the fall. Some of them don't want to start back till later, you know, September, mm-hmm. October. 
And some are ready to get their kids out the house now. Man, someone's ready to get their kids out the house two months ago, <laughs> three months ago. Long time ago. Not just now. Long time ago. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I said, all right, man, y'all do it. I, I'm not there yet. You know, if I had a 13-year-old in the crib, I'd probably be wanting to push them out the door, too. I get it. Mm-hmm. You got to get them busy because if you got to go leave the house, last thing you want to do is leave idle hands. <laughs> uh, my mom would say, what you, what you going to do when your, your son flag out a and you the one tutoring him? <laughs> Boy. I said, I tell you, when he get to that level, I sure ain't going to be the one doing his schoolwork yeah, for him. Yeah, I said, ooh. I said, it's mm-hmm. real out there, man. No, nah, I could take you to a hot fourth grade, maybe. <laughs> like, mama, you, mama, you can't even multiply. You nah. don't, how are you going to tell me about the rest of the life? Nah, that's how we have phones. Uh, <laughs> so let's get started like yeah. we normally do on what we're drinking on today. Today, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm drinking on George Dickel Sour Mash Whiskey. Uh, this is a hand-selected barrel, age nine years. I believe the proof on this was uh, it's 100 proof or maybe 103. I think every one of these proofs is, is a little different on the bottle, but I think this is 100 proof. That I'm sipping on today. I actually got this from a recommendation of one of my favorite bartenders um, at Heights Beer Garden when they ran out of my uh, rum. Um, <laughs> but this is pretty good, man. He gave me the. He actually gave me the the lower model of this, and I just went ahead and got the the barrel proof. And this is really good to sip on at 100 proof. Mm. Um, it shouldn't be this smooth. Um, That's trouble. It is. It is. It is trouble. I didn't have to cut this or anything, and that's that's going to be a problem. So again, it's George Dickel Sour Mash Whiskey. I'll post it on the Instagram page so you guys can see it. Uh, Bang! What you got over there today, bro? Man, so I'm sipping on this uh, belated uh, birthday gift uh, or belated birthday bottle from uh, El Suedo. Oh man, hey, hey Sway came through. With hey, the, hey, with hey, the, with hey! The shout the out, you know. Sway you came know. through with the gift. Hey, and I just want to say I like the married Sway. Mm. The Mary Slade is rubbing yeah, off on me. Yeah, that chilled bottle of Anniversario. You know brought. what I mean? I just want to say he's doing like, his thing. So man. I'm sipping on this uh, High West Whiskey, American Prairie Bourbon. Mm-hmm. Never had it. It's just uh, basically a bourbon blend, but it's actually pretty nice. You it's, like that? You know me. I'm not not normally you know, like that that 100% or that yeah. wild turkey. That, yeah, man. that Gang, that, gang, that, baby. That, that super duper, you gang, know, gang, it's going to get me there too early. Get on that, get on that honey. You know, <laughs> might might break some things. We don't want to break <laughs> nothing. <laughs> But uh, this right, it's uh, forty-six percent alcohol, so that's ninety. Oh, ninety-two you, yeah, proof. You so it's up there. Yeah, yeah, you getting there? But it's actually it's, it's real smooth. Look at Bane inching up. Surprisingly, man. surprisingly smooth, actually. Yeah. So it's it, it's nice. It's real nice. But that's a good one you can find at a lot of a lot of bourbon bars. They have uh, High West there a lot yeah, too. Yeah. So. This, this is really really this is really close to my norm. So yeah. So hey, shout out to we, El, El we gonna get them, folks. Sway, you keep inching them saying? up, Sway. Yeah. We gonna yeah. get them to a hundred, and we gonna get you to two hundred. Yeah. Aka, <laughs> a, AKA, AKA foreign. <laughs> shout out to you, bro. My God, my mm-hmm. God! So, um, a couple of things I've been thinking about over the last few few weeks, and I just start with a, a, a mini rant. Look, uh, I, I'm tired of inside, bro. I'm I'm tired. <laughs> I am fucking tired of inside, and I'm gonna tell you why. It's it, I've noticed now, and I've had to mute some things that just everybody has time to try to be a thought leader or. Um, just somebody who comments on everything and everybody thinks their opinion is the right fucking thing to say at the right time. And everybody thinks somebody else's business is the place for them to be. And it's just, people just have too much time to donate to frivolous shit. Or, or they just think that their opinion really matter and they don't. Uh, and that's most of the time. And like, it's like, don't, don't get mad if somebody tell you your opinion don't matter. You just, you just not important to them. Yeah. And it's just, I, this, I, I've had to mute people. Now, normally, I, I keep I keep a little shit, a little fluff on my timelines, one, for content, uh, but two, just so I know what other people are thinking and talking about. Right. So yeah. in my line of work, just to be conversant or at least know, I can't yeah. say I don't know about anything. So you can have a conversation. I can have a conversation. But I've had to mute 
a lot of people, man, folks that 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 are trying to dip their toe into political conversations that don't know shit, folks that are trying to dip their their toes into the racism debate or comment that don't know shit, economics that don't know shit, uh, people's marriages that don't know shit. Um, it's just it's been real annoying, and it's it's just coupled with the fact that there's shit on TV. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like it's like you damned if you do, you damned if you don't, right? I can read yeah. read books, I can go outside, I can go train. But eventually, there are hours of the day where it's like I have to find time and things to do other than playing Assassin's Creed for twelve hours a day. Right. right. <laughs> like I have to figure <laughs> it out. But I'm tired, man. I, we need we need something. And I was I was almost on the side of you know fuck sports. We don't need it. But now it's like I just need something in the background, bro. Just give me something that's not everything else. It's not everything else. Some, yeah, yeah. Because the only thing that you're gonna hear about for the most part in social media and on the news. It's things that are not positive. Yes. So after a while, if that's all you're hearing, you start to think in a non-positive manner. Yeah. Because that's all that's hitting you. That's all that's hitting you. That's all that's hitting you. That's it. So you need those things in the background, those idle things. It may not necessarily be important in life, mm-hmm. but to give you that release, that stress, to take your mind off away from those those other things, the, yeah. the, the racist stuff and, yeah. and worrying about school and worrying about coronavirus yeah. and you know, all this man. crazy shit that's happening in Seattle and New York and <laughs> Chicago. Is, you know, you got, <laughs> you know, 12 officers here that got shot or got hurt or, mm-hmm. you know, you got 24 people over here and they ride. And, mm-hmm. and you, you, sometimes you need something to give your mind a break. Yeah. Yeah. You, I, you need. So I've been, you know, I've watched Puss in Boots three times. Despicable Me. Like just. Oh, man. Man. I'm I love the, the first one, but I was disappointed in I'm Despicable just, Me. I'm, I was despicable. All of them, but I mean, me and Big went to the to the movies and watched it, and I was upset. Oh, I went it. to the movies to watch. I think I got three. You know what I mean, I went to the movies to watch it and fell asleep. And I'm still <laughs> mad because they took ten years for another Incredibles to come out. Uh, I yeah. feel like I need to slap yeah. somebody yeah, for that. that. But that's the thing too is that we we also don't have like new shit isn't coming out. They're holding yeah. all the new yeah. movies, all yeah. the new content and shows. The shit that mm-hmm. we're getting is bullshit. It's just like yeah, throwaway yeah. stuff. Uh, like that Neil Long movie, which was terrible on Netflix. I just which one? Because uh, this new just came out. Her and uh, Omar Epps. Oh, that's why I didn't watch it. Oh, <laughs> bro, Omar I, Epps. I didn't. I, I I was like, look, man, I can't. I saw. Um, so so I, I let her take the bullet for me. She watched the first like hour and a half, and then I uh-huh. came in on Netflix. I was like, oh, you got fifteen, you know, minutes. And I just watched the last fifteen, so we can go do something else. So you can finish the movie. Right. We want the worst 15 minutes of a movie in my life. It was terrible. Everything was bad. Uh, her, her husband was bad. The the kids, the stalking, the he dead and he ain't dead. And the dude tripped while he was running like he did the, the horror movie oh, trip. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yo, y'all got to stop, man. Y'all just got to stop putting out shit just because. I know people are trying to be relevant out, out in these times now, but just stop it. No. Stop, stop, stop reaching for attention. Um, I've always been tired of watching the same stuff over and over. That's why I watch stuff that's just way out there. Yeah, like you have to go searching for like random shit. I don't want to see nothing drama. I don't want to see somebody cheating on their husband or cheating on their wife. Yeah, I don't want to see people having problems at work. You know, I don't want to see no racial movies because cool. I haven't seen enough of all this stuff. Let me see something crazy. Somebody cheating. I want them to be cheating with like an alien or or a wolf or something. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Have it have a twist. Yeah, yeah. I want, I want to be something so far fetched that my imagination is like, man, that could never happen. Mm. But if it did happen, this is how I would do it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I just I'm just tired of seeing just yeah. regular everyday stuff. And, and and that shit weighs on you. Like thoughts become things. So everything is there, right? So people are talking about, well, if you had this time at home and you didn't do anything to better yourself, you're a failure. Did you try to start a business? Did you try to get your body right? Like none of this shit's positive. 
everything is is going towards people's insecurities at home, mm-hmm. right? These people don't like you. These people want you to die. You might lose your job. Do you have this ailment? Take these drugs. Like everything on TV is the same way. And it's just, it's exhausting, man. And it's just, it's bombarding people mm-hmm. every single day. There's and such I just think it's too much time to think. There's too much. Oh, boy. Boy, yeah, we can you, you we can need, we can go on a yeah, tangent. Yeah, you need time to 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 plan and to think and to feel and to yeah to go back and look at things from the outside in. Mm-hmm. But there's a such thing as too much time. Yeah, to where now it's detrimental to where you're trying to be or detrimental to where you need to be. Yeah, because you get stuck yeah. inside that box and now your thoughts are so all over the place because you got so many things coming at you now you can't concentrate. Mm-hmm. Because one thing being busy does. Is that when you do have downtime and you start thinking about life, it makes you concentrate on what's important. Yes, yes. Because you stay you don't on have task time for everything. Yeah, you stay on task. So it's, it's, it's such thing as a balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's we're losing that now. Now segueing into the sports conversation we were talking about. So the NBA officially started. They did some scrimmages and stuff in their bubble, um, and I don't care about the scrimmages or any of that stuff. I'm just trying to think of the logistics of keeping multi-million dollar athletes in a bubble without anybody getting in that bubble. And I'm just trying to think of what they're gonna do. Are they yeah, going? Yeah. Are they going to like bus entertainment into the bubble and put them in their own <laughs> hotel? <laughs> Is it going to be a hotel full of toots in there? <laughs> Is it going to be a whole a hotel bubble? <laughs> yes, yeah, because somebody gonna get in that bubble with a, with a medical screening in the basement. Yeah, and there's gonna be some dudes in there that be like, you know, they going in the bubble without their family. And they just like, hey, baby, you can't come in the bubble. I'm in the bubble for three, three, six months. You know, I just, you know, I don't want to expose y'all to nothing. But mm-hmm. they busting in. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be some Instagram pics of the inside uh, of the hotel, or the, or the inside of the bubble. <laughs> yeah, it's somebody gonna, be, gonna know what the inside somebody, of the bubble. Somebody like. gonna get in that bubble. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to know how long before those stories start dropping. That's the more interesting shit to me. Is you know they are gonna get tired of the food at oh, the same yeah. hotels, restaurants. Uh, they got a barber shop. They're building a barber shop inside of the bubble, and they had like a bid for whose barber gets to come inside. Uh-huh. Uh, so you know everybody got their own barber, right? But now you're gonna have to go to like a standard. Yeah. It's gonna be like supercuts, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like, like super supercuts. <laughs> so that's the stuff I'm interested in seeing. Is how's this bubble really gonna work? And when 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 are the first scandals gonna come out of this bubble? Because you put too many of those dudes in the same space, man. Something gonna happen. It's hey, gonna be a problem. See, too much there. money in one place is always a problem. I have too much money and too much time. It's only so mm-hmm. many video games. They're playing shit called like pickleball and table tennis, like. Come on, like, and especially just think of the teams that are there now that are fighting for the playoffs that ain't gonna make the playoffs. So now what you do? Mm-hmm. Like, you leave the bubble at that time, or do you just chill out a little bit? Like, what? What do you see? The teams that know they're not gonna do nothing. Yeah, they just there just to collect a check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. gonna be the ones that start the yeah, trouble. Yeah, your team is just there to lose yeah, to the teams that's yeah, gonna be there. Yeah, those are the ones that's gonna try to get LeBron to come into the party. Hey, bro, yeah, just hey, have a little, hey. little kickback. Hey, hey, come on, <laughs> come on over here. Yeah, come eat this pizza. We know how to get around the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane, bro. That's insane. On the saddest side of the news is, uh, when I say sad or more interesting, is uh, college students. So we talked about the paid athletes, you know, going into the bubble and and, and getting their checks and all that stuff. But it's also um, the college students are are being requested back, right, when the actual students at the universities have the option. But the the athletes, football players and basketball players, football especially, are being asked to come back. And uh, one thing that I saw that really bothered me, and it's a fucked up thing about it is, these kids, when they come back to play football, one, I know they're being threatened under the veil of if you don't come back, you lose your scholarship. Yeah, that's one. We we know they're 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 kind of putting their thumb on yeah. them there because that's what they're holding them by the whole time, anyways. Right, and then, and then now they're saying, and I know they they're making they're making kids. Some universities are making kids sign waivers that say you accept the risk of getting sick, and then you can't sue us 
if you do get sick yeah, when you come and, back. And I think that's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> if y'all really want to know what y'all, what y'all employers think about, the people in power think about you, yeah. just look at this little shit that yeah. they do. Mm-hmm. They say, we want you to come back. We want you to risk your lives. You can't make money off of your likeness while you're in college. You can't yeah. make any money, yeah. any economic. You can't take a job. Mm-hmm. You can't have any benefits. And now you got to risk your health, too. And now you got to risk your health. And then you got to sign a waiver that absolves us of any responsibility mm-hmm. of you getting sick. So even if we fuck up, yeah. On the measures we're taking to keep you safe, yeah. you can't do shit about right. it. Yeah. And then you can't, the reason you went to college for the, for the most part to try to get a job after college, whether it's in a professional sport mm-hmm. or if it's somewhere else, now you're fucked. Yeah. Because now you got sick, you can't sue, and you didn't make money when you can actually play the sport. The yeah. thing that you're good at, and now you don't have a future. Mm-hmm. So you're screwed on all ends. And this is, this is how messed up you really know it is, because when I first was watching this, uh, this one news story, they was like, okay, these certain colleges are canceling all fall sports, mm-hmm. all fall sports that are not lucrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all can get rid of lacrosse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So lacrosse, bowling, bowling, <laughs> golf. Yeah, all that shit. Y'all can go. You know, all this stuff they're getting because it's yeah, not lucrative. Yeah, but the sports yeah, that are lucrative, yeah, yeah. football and basketball. Yeah, we're gonna come in and we're gonna make you play, mm-hmm. and you're gonna sign this waiver. Yeah, you know, signing your your possibility of your health away. Yeah. And we're going to hold that thumb on you because we know how important this is to you. Yeah. We know how desperate you are. Right. And that's when we get into the conversation I've had with people, you know, frequently about capitalism and how it can be really good for people and it can be really fucked up for people. And employers now are using capitalism as a way to get you to risk your life, Mm -hmm. to get you to come back to work and work these double shifts. And we'll provide some some stuff for you, but not everything. Right. And so you still get sick. And when you get sick, you're screwed. It's on your insurance. They're not liable. They're not giving you any payments in, in, in multiple times. And you're also leaving it up to them to decide how fit you are to work. And I say that in a way as a related story to this, the WNBA, um, their reigning MVP, El Deladon, one of the most popular players in WNBA history, uh, and actually in women's basketball history, period, or if you say basketball history. Um, so the WNBA has a panel of doctors, right? The Players Association and the owners uh, decided on this panel. And what you had to do was you go to your doctor, and if you have pre-existing conditions, your doctor then submits it to this panel, and then the panel decides if you can sit out the season and still get paid. Okay. So that's what the panel is so for. They're, right? So they're deciding how high risk you are. They're deciding how high risk you are, right? And so she has uh, high risk conditions, and I forget exactly what it was, but I do remember, I think, the number of pills. She takes 64 pills a day for her condition, and that's just to be able to play without COVID. So for her to get up in the morning and get through an entire day, she takes 64 pills for everything that she has done wrong with her, right? Uh, everything that's wrong with her internally. Damn, is she still playing? She's still playing. And was the MVP last year. Damn. Um, 64 pills. That's a lot of shit. It's a lot of pills, bro. And you might so well just, You might as well just blend those in your protein shake in the morning. Just, and, just, I, and get it and done. Yeah, and get it down. Just, uh, so her doctor, of course, said she is high risk mm-hmm. and she's immunocompromised and she shouldn't play. Well, the panel came back and said, nah, you can play. Right. So they denied it. But let me tell you the fucked up thing about even a denial on that past that when you apply, when you send your stuff into the panel, they also make you sign a waiver saying that you can appeal. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's like anything else. <clears throat> you got to look at who not who the panel consists of, mm-hmm. but who the panel is getting paid by. Who pays them. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's the same thing. You're not making a decision. Your doctor's not making a decision. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the people that cut you your check is making a decision. Yes. On whether or not if you can play or not. Yes. 
So that's that's just all. It's it's capitalism. It's the same thing. Like the government. I don't care. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. It's like yeah. the government. It's like yeah. politics. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. The question remains is are you gonna make us money? That's it. And if you're gonna make us money, you're gonna play. That's if it. If you're not gonna make us money, then you can sit out. Yeah. We that's only it. we only trust the experts until it starts costing yeah. us money. The rest of the stuff <laughs> the rest it. of the stuff is just uh, a falsehood. It's it's a false presentation. They want the things to look good. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, you go to your doctor and you're gonna put this panel together and and this panel is going to be agreed upon from the players and the association. None of that shit matters. Yeah. It's just like politics. None of that stuff matters. Everything looks good. You vote for somebody that you hope when they get in office is going to do what you what they said yep. they was going to do. Yeah, but they got the job now, so. Yeah, they got the job now. Ain't nothing you can do about it. It's, it's, all, it's, it's all illusions. It's all, hey, watch this hand while the other hand is doing something else. No. Oh. And it's all, it's all the same thing. It's, it's, it's capitalism. Money makes makes. I don't want to say the world go around like the old, you know, the old <laughs> cash rules everything you know? around me. You want to go that we can do but, a couple. Money makes a difference, man. It makes the decisions. Yes. at the end of the day. Yes, yes, and I and I want I want everybody to know. Like, look, I I, I still know, and I've I've researched and I've looked at other other countries, and I, we're not by any means saying capitalism is you know we're bashing it just un, you know completely. But there is a factor to me where efficient capitalism means your moral bar is a little bit lower. Yeah, so it has the, so to be the richest order, people in it has the world. To be in order to get where yeah, you want to be, the richest people in the world, Cutthroat. really do some morally irreprehensible, uh, reprehensible shit. They do some yeah, morally because fucked it's up cutthroat. Shit. It is cutthroat. I mean, look at college sports. Which yes. one is safer, playing football and basketball or playing golf? Golf, golf you only baby. touch your own equipment. Yeah, golf, baby. The other players separated so far apart from each other. Yes, except for like you and your caddy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, shit, golf. I mean, you know, I'm a shout out to all you golfers out there. I can't do it, but if you take the ball away, y'all just walking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. But versus yeah, basketball, yeah, walking but in the park <laughs> because basketball and football is more lucrative. Yes. Because of capitalism. Yes. They're gonna let it slide. They're gonna let it slide. And I just, if if you guys, you know, pick up anything from this conversation we're we're, we're having right now, it's understand that the goal of capitalism and the goal of your employers is to get over on you. They make the most money and they're the most successful when they figure out a way to fuck you as an employee. Just FYI, mm-hmm. just cutting, pulling, pulling the veil back. Yep. And this is coming from me as a business owner and from me as being an, being an employee. This is both sides. It is in their best interest to find a way to screw you. Yeah, it is not the, in their best to get, interest to pay you what you're worth. They want to get the yeah. most money yeah. out of you. And in their pockets they can yes. and pay you as least as they can. Yes, that is the game. That's the overhead. That you want to lower game. the overhead the best you can. That's it. And so the way to lower the overhead, yeah, is fuck you. So for all of you people that are waiting for that one raise or that one position that that really shows that your employer values you, it's not likely you're ever going to get there. It is not in their best interest to give you that. It doesn't make business sense to them to do it. So understand that. And once you understand that and you know the game. You can maneuver and do what you need to do, and then you can reallocate the the time you're spending and dedicating to one thing and maybe shift it towards something that means more to you. But for those of you who are just you're touting that company line and you're you're so um, you're so invested in your 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 companies and in your schools and all that shit, understand that it's not their job to really give a shit about you. It's their job to appear to give a shit about you, and it is their job to give a shit about you to the extent. That it that it will cause a fuss if they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So it will it will cause an issue if they didn't allow if they didn't offer you insurance. That's something that's socially unacceptable now. But if it's acceptable, they'll go. So like it's the microaggressions you get in the office, that's acceptable. 
the the little bit of sexual harassing stuff that goes on in the workplace, that's acceptable. So until that's not socially acceptable, they're gonna they're gonna tote that line. It's like McDonald's, right? McDonald's has a certain level of burger, a certain level of quality of their burgers, and they ain't never, they ain't never gonna break that. As mm-hmm. long as this is the bare minimum and we can make the most profit, this is the That's burger gonna I'm gonna be. put out for here until eternity. Yeah, until yeah. you tell me I gotta raise my my yeah, standard. Yeah. Until you, yeah, until it affects my money. Yeah, I'm not messing with you. No, no. You know, and a lot of people don't get it. I got mm-hmm. I got a friend that's having a conversation with the other day, and he's good at what he does. Very good at what he does. Okay. And the problem is when you have an employer and you're really good at what you do, mm-hmm. then that's the more work they want to give you. Yes. So yes. any project that's important to the business yes. goes to him. Yeah. But they don't want to pay him more money. Of course not. If somebody else has a project and there's an issue with it, yeah. oh, man, we need you to review this project. Or yeah. We need you to jump on this team because yeah. it's not working out and they don't know why. Yeah. But they're not giving him any more money. Nah. Nah. That stroke is ego. So I told him, I said, hey, yeah. man, you know, they're going to make you feel good because mm-hmm. you the man, you the man, you the man. Yeah. But if they ain't lining your pockets, you need to back off. Yes. You need to shop around. You need to do something because if they're not going to pay you for what you're worth, then you need to find somebody that will. Yeah. And, you know, he's, ha- he's having a hard time struggling with it. I get it. Because his ego, he likes that feeling. Yeah. There's ego and then there's still, I think still, it's like being in a bad relationship. I think still people still prefer the devil you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, I've been here for so long and I, I feel that I have a standing with this company or standing right. in this relationship where they view me at a certain level of respect. And if I go somewhere else, I got to start over. I got to start all over and nobody, mm-hmm. you know, I go in as an unknown. And that that scares a lot of people. I mean, that scares a lot of people from leaving relationships, right? You've been so comfortable in your relationship, you're scared to go and deal with a new person cuz you're used to dealing this. That's why a lot of people backtrack. A lot of people go back to old mm-hmm. relationships cuz it's a comfort zone for them even though it's fucked up. And they know it's fucked up. It's like, "Well, I understand this fucked yeah, up." Yeah, yeah. I know what I'm working with. I know what I'm working and the other part is I've been through enough where I know exactly what I have to fix for this one. Right, right. And I may not, I, and I don't have to fix extra shit. Now, if I go to this new person, they're going to oh, yeah. expect more of me. Yeah, yeah. I got to start all <laughs> over. I got to yeah. I gotta figure I gotta, things out. Yeah, I got to figure some shit. I got to communicate better. Figure out these variables. Yeah, yeah, do these yeah, calculations. Yeah, yeah. She, don't, she don't know my grunts. Like, yeah, she don't know yeah, yeah. when I say, mm, where we going? Like, nah. Yeah, she don't know that really means I don't want to go there. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, you got you to go through that whole period. And a lot of people just don't want to do it. And I understand. I understand. I understand where you get comfortable in your job, but don't ever, don't ever mistake you being comfortable in your job for security. Right. Don't ever mistake those two as being the same because it's not. And like I said, similar to a relationship. You're not secure. That person can leave you just like that job can fire you. And a lot of you, unfortunately, have been on the brunt of that where you thought you had been with the company for 10, 15 years and you had done the little yeah. things. You've huh. done the weekend work. You've right. done the long hours. You've done the stuff where you didn't get the promotion or the raise. And then when this stuff hits, you're on. The, you're the first one on the chopping block. Yeah. I just I just don't like I don't like to see people that are just flat out used. Mm-hmm. Now, at the end of the day, you could technically say we all use people for something, and we all and we all accept the level of being yeah, used. Yeah, we all accept the level yeah. of of being used. Mm-hmm. But you got to realize that at some point, sometimes in relationships, whether it's just a regular relationship between you know one person and another, or a man a woman, a woman and woman, a man and a man, whatever it may be, yeah, or whether it's a rela- work relationship that you are being overused. Mm-hmm. And now it's crossing lines to not just where you're being overused, but you're being abused. Yes. And you have yes. to, and I hate to see somebody when it gets to that line and it crosses it and it's like, look, it's okay to be used when you're getting what you need out of the relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Because now it's a mutual understanding. Yes. But when you're being abused mm-hmm. and you're not getting out of it what you're putting in, what you're worth, mm-hmm. Now you need to take a step back and figure out what your next move is going to be. Yeah. 
you need to make some adjustments. And the longer you stay in that situation, the worse it's going to get. Mm-hmm. And then the more you upset you get as a person, and then eventually, hopefully it don't happen, but eventually you just blow up. You just say, fuck it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by that, now, now when it blows up, it's like you can't control, you cannot control yeah. an explosion. Yeah. So you, you need to let that steam off early mm-hmm. because once it explodes, it's too late. Yeah. And, and look, if this stuff sounds common, like you could take out the specific tasks where we're talking to specific situations and we're talking about relationship and you have work relationships and there's workplace abuse just like yeah. there's relationship abuse yeah, with your significant other. It's the same thing. It's friends. It's, yeah, it's the same thing. You know, just the, ones, the ones that only call you when they want something. Yeah, this shit is applicable everywhere. So understand that your job, you being an employee, and even if you are an employer and you run a business, that is a relationship. You have a relationship between everybody that works there and there's always a possibility that you could be being abused. Now, but I, like I said, as going into a situation where you are an employee, Understand, it is never in the best interest of your owner or your boss to give you what you're what you desire. To give yeah. you everything that you're worth is not in their best interest. It is not. So understand that when we go in and we go into a job, as long as you have that understanding, I think it will it will it will it will decrease some of the tension people have when they go to work and the frustration when people say, "Well, I didn't get this and I didn't get that." It's not their job to. They're testing the waters. They're going to say, hey, let's let's reevaluate in six months or 12 mm-hmm. months. And they're going to see if you mm-hmm. stay. Now, if you stay yeah. in six months, then they no. know they can drag yeah. it out exactly. again. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, let, let me see. Let me see how many times she's going to go yeah. ahead and come over yeah. and cook for me. And I'm going to kick her out of the house. Hey, man, look, 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 <laughs> me, look. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a divorce my wife, I promise. Or, just give uh, me some time. Hey, hey, or if it's her, <laughs> hey, let me just call him because I just want a free meal. Hey. I just want to go out and do something. Hey. Oh, he did it again? All mm-hmm. right, well, let me call him again and see what happens. Yeah. It's all the same thing. It's yeah. all testing the, the waters and the boundaries. That's it. And like anything else, we do stuff monetarily, but it's just it's a barter system. It's a barter system. Are you getting what you need out of it? Yeah. And if you're not, and it gets to a point where that's being done on a consistent basis, then you need to reevaluate your situation. Yes, in every situation. And, that, and, that's, and that's the, most, that's the, the hardest point in this is reevaluate. Are you getting something out of it? So when we allow ourselves to go into somebody else's workplace that they own, as long as you're getting what you need out of it, you're getting the income that you need or you're getting the experience that you need can make mm-hmm. yourself better and take care of your family, it makes sense. Look, we're all being used and we're all using people to an extent, like Bain said. Yeah. We all are. But as long as you go into it, with 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 realistic expectations. Yep, that's and, it. And knowing where you are, then hey, this is how it is. Everybody yeah. has to give and, something and to get. Do not fall. The the one thing I want people to take out of is like you said, do not fall into the class of people that think that getting out of it what they need is their ego being stroked, and that's yeah. enough. Yeah. Just saying, oh man, I do this job and I do it well, so so I'm good with it. No, that's what they want you to think. Yes. Yes. That's what they want you yes. to think. They want you to think that you're an actor or you're a star or you play ball yeah. well, so that's all you should get out of it. Yeah. But nothing else matters. Yeah, that's why y'all get those rewards. Uh, the awards you get, the trophies and all that shit, yeah. and uh, the certificates, they, yeah. understand that's what yeah. that is. That's that's why they want participation awards for yeah. everybody yeah. because they want everybody's ego to be stroked. Yes, that's what that shit is. Just understand. And, you know, I've, I've never yeah. been a person who gives a shit about trophies, yeah. and this is the reason why. I know a lot of that shit's fluff. I'll never forget. What was, uh, what was that movie with Most Def when he played Chuck Berry? Oh, yeah, I remember, I remember. And he was sitting in that seat, and he was like, I'm going to make you rich, and I'm going to make you a star. And he was like, well, we need to switch seats. <laughs> I ain't worried about being a star. I'm going to be rich. We, we need to switch seats. Yeah. Man. That's what it is. Don't don't yeah. let them stroke your ego no. and, and never fall into that position where your ego being stroked is enough for you to get out of a situation. Yes. Yes. Um, don't, don't be that person. And, 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 and just on the side, too, I want to be sensitive to people. I know everybody's not in a position 
to do things at an extreme level. I understand everybody has varying degrees of the shit that they can say at work and varying degrees of security where if you lose this job, it took you a long time to get it. Now you can't get another. I understand. I'm not telling you to, to fuck up your livelihood. I just want you to be aware. I just want you to be aware. Be aware of the situation. And to be honest with you, when you have those conversations with your employees when you go in, actually it takes it takes a little stress off of them because then they know they, they ain't got to finesse you now. Yeah, yeah. So you just have a certain yeah. conversation like, look, I'm coming in for this. I know you need that. Here's where we can meet in the middle. You get something out of it. I get something out of it, and you go. And if mm-hmm. you have those conversations with your employer without without before you get pissed off. Yeah, without all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I said. Because before once you, you once you off. once you explode, it's too late. That's it. That's it. You're angry. You're angry. You're angry. It's too late. You don't fit the culture. Because every relationship, sometimes you say something or you do something that you just can't take back. Mm-hmm. You can't allow yourself to get to that point. You can't. That's why you got to have those conversations early and just say, hey, look, I know what the game is. Yeah, that's it. So man. tell me what you want. I'm going to tell you what I want. We're going to try to meet, <coughs> excuse me, we're going to try to meet in the middle. Yeah. See what happened. Yeah, that shit was, uh, it took me back to Hustle and Flow. <laughs> Where you told that girl she was in charge. I never watched it. Uh, I couldn't. I tried, but I'm I just, a, I just I'm couldn't a, get through I'm it. A, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a smash it down into. I tried. I just couldn't do it. Because he, he managed, he managed Ladies of the Night. Yes, yes. I know that much. As his main gig, right? And so he was going to jail. He was a rapper also. He was going to jail and he told one of his one of his main ladies of the night that she was in charge of the business while he was gone. So mm-hmm. he got it, he made this big old speech to pump her up. Like he was a coach and you going out to win the chance. Say, you're in charge. Now repeat after me. Say I'm in charge, right? <laughs> Cut your accent. She says, I'm in charge or whatever. But he was giving them so much shit that eventually there was a breaking point with all of all of his employees at the time. They all broke mm-hmm. in, like, look, we know that you run game on us. And we allow you to do it because sometimes it just is what it is. But right now ain't the time for you to run this fucking game on me, right? Time Right now is the time for you to listen to what the fuck I'm saying so we can make a plan and we can have food to eat tomorrow and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. they understood what the game was. Yeah. They allowed for a certain level of fluff and yeah. bullshit. Yeah, because and they understand. But now they understand. we're at the point where we got to come to it. We got yeah. to find some meeting ground. Yeah, but now, ground. now cut this cut this bullshit off on there. You yeah, going to yeah. jail and we still got to eat. Yeah. So yeah, what, yeah. The, what the fuck we going? And I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, so... It was his boy it, Tyree say, I, I ain't gonna be hungry no more. <laughs> That's another dude to talk about. I, mean, get I all, ain't gonna be hungry we'll get no all more. Get Tyree's characters. So <laughs> getting there and talking about and talking about relationships and shit and knowing and and, and, and kind of knowing where you're going and knowing the game. Um, I was watching, rewatching again uh, the Netflix series Black as Fuck by Kenya Barris, and there was an episode in there with him and his wife. So he's a writer. Um, he's written a lot of successful shows, and now he's doing a Netflix series. And then his wife in the show was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So when he was first getting started, he wasn't making any money. She was the breadwinner. She was a right. lawyer. She was making most of the money while having kids. So mm-hmm. now it's switched. So now he makes the most money. And after their last kid, they have like six kids or something. After the last kid, she almost died. So he was like, take however long you need to get your body ready and figure it out. Now, what, right? was, his, uh, what was his job in the show, the movie or whatever? So he's still a writer. So he just wrote oh, he's about a writer. his life. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So he he writes he writes shows. So he wrote um what is it um blackish on. Uh, but I ABC. mean in the sh- on the show he's a writer. Yeah. No. It's it's a show about his life. Oh. Okay. All right. That's what I'm trying. Yeah. To yeah. Say. No. Okay. He's playing, I don't watch this shit. Yeah. He's playing himself. <laughs> he's playing himself. Okay. And then he has actors playing like his family members. Right. Like his wife. Right. So in the show he's still a writer. <laughs> so he's writing movies and shows and stuff like that. And he's the breadwinner. Uh, you like what you got? No, no, mine. Just I'm go. <laughs> yeah, this is honey. I'm gonna have somebody play you. This is what I wanted you to look like. <laughs> this is who I wanted you to be. 
<laughs> I just imagine hey, that hey, conversation. You know it's a conversation. You know, yeah, yeah. You know it's a conversation. You know it's a conversation. You know, a conversation. You know, well, well coincidentally, I'm just, I'm just, coincidentally, he's getting divorced. I'm he's getting divorced right now. Just FYI. So I just couldn't <laughs> stop him laughing. Like, yeah. yeah, he's going through a bad divorce right now. FYI. <laughs> let's, <laughs> hey, you see your lottery ticket? Yeah. When yes. Mike Epps was the yes. preacher, he's like, this is the wife I got. Mm-hmm. This is the wife God want me to have. <laughs> So I'm sure. Like, I know he had to I'm have that sure, conversation, I'm bro. sure there was a conversation. I'm sure he had to have it with his kids, <laughs> I couldn't too. Stop laughing, no, I'm couldn't, sure. I couldn't hold when he, back. When he wrote the fucking kids in there and they had their person, I'm pretty sure his kids was like, say, fam, this is what you think about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a whole lot, it's a whole lot of table talk when you get yes, to the house. Yes, yes. So anyway, he's the breadwinner. They got a nice fancy house and shit like that. And his wife now, and that was X number of years later, and mm-hmm. she hasn't been a lawyer. Like she still tells people she's a lawyer, but she ain't practiced law in years. Right. Uh since she had the kid. It, but it, it seemed it he's she started feeling it almost felt like unfulfilled. So she started trying to figure out other shit. Well, I'm gonna write a book and I'm gonna do this and mm-hmm. you know starting all these businesses to try to find a purpose. But every time everything she was doing, every time she was doing something, it almost felt like she was competing with him. Mm-hmm. Like so, she still felt she still remembers when she was the breadwinner and she's right. responsible for things. And now he's responsible for shit now, and he's he's starting to resent it too. Cause it's like you ain't the woman I married. Like this ain't this ain't the agreement we made. Now, when 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 something needs to happen, you just buy another person to do it. Like you get you you know you get another maid, you get a cook, you get a driver, you get shit like that, and you're not doing nothing. And now you just spending my money on these frivolous fucking businesses, and then you giving me shade and giving me shit for doing what I do every day, mm-hmm. right? So cut all that, pass all that. Eventually, at the end, they came down to they were competing against each other mm-hmm. to be like the better spouse or the better parent. Right. So it was always a competition with the kids. I'm going to buy the kids this to get them on my side. I'm going to do this for the kids to get them on my side. And I'm going to tell the public that I'm really the person behind the success. And then I'm going to tell them I'm the person behind it. So have you ever been in a situation or even seen a situation where the, the, the boyfriend, girlfriend, the spouses were competing with each other? You know, what? Uh, I've seen it before and I, unfortunately multiple times. Mm-hmm. But for me, this all falls back to... <clears throat> You know, we've had a conversation most of the times. Me, you, Socks, shout out to my man Socks, still, yeah. you know, on that sabbatical searching for the meaning of life. Catfish. You know what I mean? AKA, don't start none, won't be none. Hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, it all falls back to that. This is where I look at that conversation we always have about actually being in love with a person. Yeah. Or finding somebody that fits your needs at the time. Yeah. Because when you just, and you know, I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic. I always have been. Took me some while to figure out that it's I It's a serial was. monogamist. But, yes. <laughs> you know, figured it out. Yes. It's an odd thing for me because when I figured it out, I still couldn't believe it. <laughs> you know, it took me this long to actually to understand and figure it out. But mm. when you're in love with an actual person, mm. the situation is not going to matter. Okay. When you okay. fall for that person that fits your situation mm-hmm. because it's get alongs with what you want, it might just be seasonal. Yes. Because when things switch, when the tables turn, yeah, and now you don't like the fact that you're not the breadwinner or you're not the person that's got as much attention, yeah, you end up in a situation where, like what you're talking about or what he's talking about in this show, which I haven't watched, well, I guess I'll go back and maybe start it this weekend. Hey, man, I just, we just talked about the scenario. Yeah, but yeah, the scenario now, because you're, you're falling for this person because they fit your lifestyle, your situation. Yeah. You felt good when you were the breadwinner. And you mm-hmm. can say, yeah, this is me. I do this, I do this, I do this. Yeah. But we always think about, hey, what happens if I get sick and somebody's got to take care of me or they get sick and I got to take care of me and things change and Where this does happens. It go? 
are you in love with the person? Yeah. Or are you in love with the idea that that person fits your situation? Yeah. So that's that's what it all falls back to for yeah. me. There was, there was a plan and then life happened. Exactly. And then life happened. <laughs> and then life happened. And then now is your bond or your love for that person strong enough to get through life happening? Yeah. Right? And he had a he had a valid point when he told he said, Look, take you almost died. Don't go back to work. Take your time. Mm-hmm. I can I can afford now for us to live comfortably and you to figure out what you need to do whenever you're ready to do it. But when that person is constantly like used to being in the shit and in the mm-hmm. mix and having a certain status and I have these degrees and I've done this and yeah. now it feels like I'm not using any of it. Yeah. And because that person is concerned about them, not us, not yes. we. Exactly. And too many times yes. I've been in too many situations where somebody's idea of us or idea of we is little to non-existent. Yes. Yes. It's or, I, 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 I. or it's an accessory. You're an accessory. To exactly. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not about how, how can we make each other grow, what's best for the family, what's best for our future. Yeah. It's you are an accessory. I have this resume, and you are another line item on the resume. Like exactly. you are a gap I needed to fill, exactly. a skill that I needed to acquire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Something that makes me look even better. That's it. And eventually, just like skills on, on your resume, as you get older, a lot of that older shit on your resume falls, falls off, off your bottom. resume. Yep. Falls <laughs> off the bottom, that's bro. It. That's it. And that's falls how relationships are. Some of the shit that you wanted and that you thought you needed or the yeah. gap you filled 10 years ago, that shit falls off the resume. Yeah. You don't need four pages of resume now. And, and too many times, people don't have, they, they get stuck on that. Well, you know, well, I used to do this and I used to that. How was your circle? Mm. How was your family uh, doing? Mm. Because like you said in his situation, he said, I'm in a position where I can take care of us. Yes. We are still doing good. Yes. As a whole. Yes. But you're upset because you're not the individual that's the reason why we're doing good as a whole. Right. And that's selfish at the end of the day. Right. And, and, and you know, it, it asks a question. I can't remember if he did or not, but I'd ask the question, too. It's like, is it necessary for you to – are you doing this to make you feel better? Or are you doing it to compete where you think you need to bring more money in? Like, are you adding something to the relationship that's already taken care of? Is it an unnecessary yeah. ad? So you got you got a pantry full of shit. Yeah. And yeah. Did you just good. go? To, did you are just you, go to the grocery store yeah. again? Are you just adding shit to the pantry, or is it some shit that you really need? Like that's the really where we need to have a conversation. Where where I talk about you know we talked about before in relationships is you need to complement each other. Don't duplicate. Yeah. So exactly. if both of y'all are going out it for money, well, I need to be able to do this and pay for this shit. It's not necessary. Yeah. That shit's taken care of. We we I need you to do this, and then I'll do this, and then yeah. together we'll be we, great. We, we, but we, we need to complete the circle. We can't do the same thing. Yeah. We can't make the same decisions. We can't be the same fucking people. Now, this is the part where I'm going to say some fucked up shit while I was talking about it. I'm, I'm spitballing it, but I'm going to let you guys in on it while I'm going. There's a point where, well, now we hear a lot about toxic masculinity, and we hear a lot about... Um, there's been a lot of attacks that I've seen personally against uh, the traditional alpha male black person, black man, right? right? There's been a lot of attacks there, and there's a lot of shit that's been put in a toxic masculinity bucket. Now, there's some shit that is toxic. I, I, I admit there's some there's some problematic shit that we've done that we need to get out of, um, you know, all that stuff. I'm going to put that out there first. But there's some shit that has been put in that bucket of toxic masculinity that that's the reason that you're with the person you're with now. <laughs> it's it's it's, oh, it's it's you gonna go there? Yeah, hey, I <laughs> you told, gonna go there I today? You, I told you I was I was brainstorming. <laughs> I was brainstorming some shit. You gonna go there today? I was brainstorming some shit, <laughs> and oh. I just noticed that the same thing <laughs> that women 
that women, whether they're in relationships with men or um, they've never been in relationships with men, but they they view men, the shit that they say <laughs> is toxic is the same thing that they complain that the man that they're with doesn't done have. Mm-hmm. It's the same traits that their man doesn't have. It's yeah. the same traits that their sons don't have. Yeah. It's the same traits that the men that you think are supposed to protect you don't have. Yeah, and they don't have them because yeah. mm-hmm. everybody's calling them toxic and we didn't think we need to it's, do it it's, and it's we're training reason, our people. It's the same reason why you get tired of that soft dude after three, four, five years later and you're like, well, I'm tired of making all the decisions and I'm tired of doing all this and I'm tired of doing all that. Mike, Mike, when me, started, When the thing started, <laughs> when the thing started, this is what you <laughs> thought, this is what you wanted. You wanted somebody to put in your pocket and now you're tired of carrying them around. And now you know he's a, he's a liability. Yeah. You know he's a liability. Yeah, you know your dude ain't going to fight. You know, Yeah, you know he ain't going to fight. <laughs> you know he ain't going to fight. You know he ain't going to protect you. You knew that when you got him. But it's the shit you complain about, but that's the shit, the ultra macho shit that we try to train out of people now. And so... Where I got to it with was there's a time and place for everything. But we can't we can't continue to go to extremes. Now don't get me wrong, like I said, the furthest reaches of toxic masculinity, we do need to walk that back. There's some shit in there, there's some habits that happen that we need to extinguish and get the fuck out because it's bad. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bad it's, and it's, it's abusive. Stuff that's, there's some stuff that's above the line. We understand outside that. the box. We understand that. But a lot of the foundation that when women say they want a man Mm-hmm. Majority of the time, in my experience, this isn't for everybody, but in my experience, a lot of that shit that's called toxic is in that bucket. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things that you want your sons to learn, your nephews to learn, your godsons to learn, your boyfriend to have, your husband to have, that's all that shit that's been put in that bucket. So I'm just saying, be careful with the shit you put in that bucket. Be careful with the shit that you don't want to teach your sons or train out of your sons or the men mm-hmm. you don't want your sons around or the environment you don't want them to do because I'm scared for them, I'm worried for them, I don't want them to get hurt, I don't want them to get exposed. Understand yeah. that that then creates a certain type of adult that's yeah. now out in the world, mm-hmm. that's now out doing mm-hmm. other toxic yeah. shit that doesn't this, benefit this, us. This is what I think a, a lot of times women forget. And, I, and unfortunately, I think it's a lot of black women forget. A man is supposed to be dependable and be depended on, and is supposed to have the ability to be a rock. Mm-hmm. Now, not saying that, that he doesn't need help, not saying that that it doesn't take two people to have a strong relationship. Yeah, we fucking need help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know help. I need we help. Need, we need help. I got <laughs> issues. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just looking there. for somebody that got issues, you know, that can, that's hey, different than mine. Because hey, hey, we can't that's, have the same that's issues. That's all, all I'm saying. But I think a lot of them forget that a man is supposed to be a man. Yeah. And you can't continuously take that away from him and then just wake up one day and expect him to and, be a man. And expect him to, to snap back. Yeah, expect him to snap back yeah. when, when you spent all this time taking that away from him. Yes. You spent all that time saying, hey, you shouldn't do this, and I don't want you yes. to be like that. Yeah. And I just want you to do this because I said do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then now all of a sudden you're upset because this person not the person you need them to be. Yeah. You've been wanting to be this all along because yeah. they fit your situation. Mm-hmm. But when you need them to be what they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. now it's a problem. It's like Chris Rock say, that tiger went tiger. Yeah. You know, I, I <laughs> never, ever forget. You know, I had a situation. You know about it. You know, I had to continue to tell the lady I was dating, take your cell phone with you when you walk the dog. Anything yeah. can happen to you. Yes. Just just do your best. Make sure you got yes. your cell phone. Well, I don't got to take it if I don't want to. Really? Yeah. You going to argue with me about this? Yeah. Like, you don't see the natural hazard, the natural reason, the safety reason for taking your cell phone with you when you're walking the dog? Yeah. I mean, how hard is that? But you want to blame it on me because I'm controlling. Because hey, I tell man. you, take the cell phone with you when you walk the dog. 
When I tell you guys, when I tell you guys, and you listen to Bane talk, when I tell you, y'all don't know. I'm gonna give, give, give you a peek behind the curtain. I'm gonna give you a peek. I'm not gonna get you in trouble. I'm gonna give you a peek. Hey, behind. Can't get me in trouble no more. I'm, I'm gonna give you a peek behind the curtain. So when you're running podcasts and you're running shows, there's a playlist that you run through, right? And a lot of people do pre-production where you talk about the playlist and you you go with. It. But when I tell you, I can throw shit on here right before we record <laughs> and bang was so seamlessly segue into the next shit that i'm going into <laughs> without me even getting there and i'm i'm it catches me off guard i'm like bro did you know that was my next shit man i say that because on here in the highlighted the next thing we talk about is black women being protected and it's the Meg Thee and Tory Lanez conversation. And here's what's so amazing about it. Bane doesn't know anything about this situation. Because I, I read all. it and I was like, I don't have a clue what this is. He doesn't know what the fuck this is. You know, I don't listen to but none I, of that But I know. I don't pay attention I to know, it. I know. But he segued into my next topic so seamlessly. It's amazing and I don't want to lose it. But I just want to give you guys a peek behind the curtain. So we stop. Bam. Back to the show. So, uh... There's a situation where the rapper, Megan Thee Stallion, was at some pool party at somebody's house. It's inconsequential. And she was there with an R.B. singer, a guy named Tory Lanez. And they've been posting videos over the last few months about, you know, kind of just having private parties and pool parties and shit like that. Whatever, you mm -hmm. know, 20 years twerking and shit like that. And he's singing, doing silly shit. You know, rap silly shit. Well, we don't know. All the, story, all the stuff hasn't been, been laid out. But allegedly... Tory Lanez, the R&B singer, shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot as she was leaving the party. He shot her, like literally shot no, her. He shot, she had bullets removed from her body, and she said bullets. Plural. <laughs> Plural. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, allegedly, this is what happened. Allegedly, he's the one that shot her in the foot. We don't know if it was an argument, a disagreement, if he, he was playing with the gun and junk. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> shot in the fucking pinky toe. Because he's like 5'3 and she's 5'10. So maybe he felt it was it was Della Reese. Some kind of way. She was whooping I that told ass. You don't wear the meals no was, more. She was whooping that ass. Them wedges off. <laughs> she was whooping that ass. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> she hit him with that left hook. Told you. When you're around me, you don't be wearing no heels, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> shot her. But after that, she posted, she posted something akin to. Black women are the most unprotected um, people on the planet, right? Which, you know, I think various degrees people can agree with and we can go down that path. But what happened was she has a group of, just like every other artist, she has a group of security, bodyguards, right? And so the bodyguards also then commented because people were like, well, where the fuck was your security? And the security was like, we wasn't there. She didn't tell us about this shit. She told us not to be there. Now, of course, the security being security and probably caring for her as a person, they were like, She's never going to go anywhere without us anymore going forward. We have we have some people. And I'm just saying what he said. He said we got some, the people that around her don't aim for the feet. That's what he said. Right. So he's he's in his shit. You tell he's in his feelings. Right. Because he's like, we going to make sure none of this happens to her. Right. Right. So, so here's the part that I want to get to. Mm -hmm. So she posted about we're unprotected and we need to be valued and all that stuff. And I agree with everything you guys are saying. I do think black women are preyed upon and they do need to be protected. But here's the other part that you have to understand. In order for you to be protected, you have to accept what comes with being protected. Right. There's a mm -hmm. reason why you told your security not to be there. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why you pulled your boyfriend back when something happened. There's a reason why you pulled your, your brother back. There's a reason why you pulled your dad back when he was getting ready to handle a situation that you felt uncomfortable in. Mm -hmm. Some guy touched you, some guy grabbed you, some guy assaulted you, and you tell us about it. And then we say, we are going to go do X, and then X doesn't happen. 
And you know why X doesn't happen frequently in my experience is because you are pulled back by the same woman who who didn't feel like she was protected. You are mm. then pulled back and said, no, don't do it. Leave it alone. We'll handle it another way and we'll do this. And it's like, you can't ask for one thing. And then when that one thing happens, you want to then put a, put a leash on mm. what that happens, right? And there's, we have to be allowed in our community without calling the police to escalate the situation to some other shit. We have to be allowed to self-police in certain situations. Right. We got to be right. able to handle shit in-house mm-hmm. when shit happens. Yeah. Right? And I've been in situations where some shit popped off. You want to be the protector? And she jumps in between Yeah. two dudes. Like, no, 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 no. Like, hey, what do you yeah, want to yeah. do? Yeah, you need do you, you, you want to be continuously disrespected or do you want me to have a conversation with her? Exactly. Yeah. You want me to fix this or not? Yeah. Because. You let me know how you feel. Because the other thing that I'm, I'm concerned with, too, is that if we get past this, now your story is. I was able to have this happen. You know what the dude, you know what dudes like us gonna say? Where was your man? Mm-hmm. Where was your brother? Where was your security? Yeah. We gonna ask those questions. Yeah. You know what we I mean? Are. Like we we go, we go. But this this is my take. So this is coming from somebody that just heard about it just now. Mm-hmm. Don't know anything about what happened. Yeah. And I'm not gonna go look it up because really I don't, don't care. Don't, don't. It's not worth it. Who, I, I told whoever, you the story. Yeah, Meg and Lanes, whatever they I are. I told you the story. <laughs> but this this for me falls under that category of what I consider to be unrelated bullshit. Sure. Okay. Sure. If you had a party with your friends, yes, your people, mm-hmm. and you get shot in the foot, mm-hmm. first of all, people don't normally get shot in the foot on purpose. Mm-hmm. So whether it's accidental, somebody playing with it, whatever, yes, that has nothing to do with women, black women being unprotected. Sure. The two things have absolutely nothing to do with each other. When you're talking about the overall protection of how black women feel. And this okay. fucking idiot at a party getting shot okay. in the foot. The two things are totally unrelated. Okay. And somebody just throwing that out there mm-hmm. to take the pressure off of her mm-hmm. because she looked dumb because she got shot in the fucking foot. Okay. Now I'm going to add a layer to it. And, and, and your points are valid, but I'm going to add a layer to it. And this is still speculation, so I understand this is the gossip part where I don't know what the fuck is going on, but it's relevant, so we, we're going to talk about it. Uh, the speculation was because they had been posting these videos during quarantine a lot. The speculation was that the two of them were dating. I, I'm just saying. Well, that's, but that's what I'm saying though is that you're in a personal relationship. Yes. Whether it's dating or just friends. Yes. And you're at this party and something happens. Yes. And then you're gonna run out here and talk about what black women just not protected properly. Like this yes. shit don't have nothing to do with each other. I, I I understand. I'm just giving you the context. Yeah. Where and and I think the key the key the key phrase that you put in there is your people. And then I think we need to discuss with are you are the people that you hanging around with really your people? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. And that's 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 ten times more important. Yeah. Are and they they're really more relevant people? to the situation than talking about black women being unprotected? Because that is just a subject to bring up to take the pressure off of her to keep okay. to, to keep people from asking questions. Well, why was you there? Well, why you didn't take your security with you? Yeah. Well, did he shoot you on purpose or wasn't it an accident? How mm-hmm. did it happen? Was he yeah. flailing around? Was he cleaning it? What was he doing with a pistol at the pool party, anyways, or a rifle, whatever he shot you with? Mm-hmm. You got all these relevant questions to ask. But instead, you're going to try to slide a hand. You know we can't ask relevant questions. Yeah, you're going to try to slide a hand, and you're going to try to make this other statement to take the pressure off of you and yes. push it over here to, all oh, well, yeah, black women yeah. are just unprotected. No, yeah. you're just a dumbass. Yeah, we can't, we, we can't ask relevant questions in yeah. these scenarios. We, we a dumbass. Can't, we it can't. don't have nothing to do with black we women can't. being unprotected. Now, I will say on the other side, too, I don't believe she should have been shot. So let's start with this. I don't, I don't feel like we should have to say that shit, but I understand some people listening are going to go fucking left or right with this shit. 
we don't believe that she should have been shot. No. We did some fuck shit. So we not we not condoning that shit. But we also there also is an extent of are the people that you are around that you call your people are they really your people? Yeah. Are the things you're doing the stuff you're doing on purpose? I mean, you don't right, know. right, right, right. It's, but it is is it your fucking people? Because any of my people I, laser me. Look, boy, I'm, boy, accidentally, I, accidentally. The other day when we were playing dominoes, you loaded, yeah, that, you unloaded. Yeah. Yes, loaded. Yeah, look, so, yeah. I'm Act like you got some sense. I'm leery of finger guns. Don't even point a finger gun yeah, at me, bro. Exactly. Hey, point that bitch down range, yeah, bro. Yeah, you, just, you just hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah, point that bitch down range, bro. I don't like yeah, how you doing you this shit. You almost got cut. Yeah, man, we can't. Yeah, we ain't. We ain't doing this shit. So, I just, I, I, I bring that up because she, she brought up the topic, and like Bane said, there is, there is a line. There is a line that separates her situation from everything else, but she 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 brought them together. But I do want to say because in my experience, I have been that person where I've been told that such and such did this, or I feel weird around this guy, or this guy keeps yeah. touching me, or this guy keeps following me, and I say, "Well, shit, point him out, let me go talk to him." And it's like, "No, no, no, don't do this." Like, look, we can't we can't self correct anything that's happening in our stuff if yeah. you if you guys are always constantly trying to get in between us. Like, we yeah. can't do that. Like, uh -huh. point them out. Yeah. Point them out and then walk off. Oh, you don't her, have to be no, there to see Let me it. say this for her security guard. Whoever her security guard is, since you can't say it, and I know you really want to, uh, uh, none of this shit is your fault, uh, and you uh, really uh, don't care. Mm. And I know you got to say what's politically correct because you got to say, oh, she ain't going nowhere without me. You but you know what? You are paid to do a job, and you can only do that job when you are told to be there. Yes. And if you're not told to be there, then you're not responsible for the shit that happened. You are not responsible. It's plain and simple. That it's your job. It was You were off. And I know you can't say that. You but can't. you know it ain't like getting fired for, for stealing boxes on your day off. You can't. And I also understand you know? that you have to say something, too, because it affects yeah. your future employment with other yeah. people. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I also understand that politically even, if, correct. even if you get on social media and with that tough talk, we also know that you can't, because it's premeditated, yeah. you can't then go do the stuff that you said you were going to do. You can't yeah. go put your hands on this dude. You yeah. can't. You it's premeditated. You can't. Yeah. You can't do it. It don't have nothing to do with your job. It don't have nothing to do with your job. And the other part is, even if you care for it, you can't go do it. So that's the other side. Yeah. But and that's when you got to separate work from your but, feelings, but bro. Understand if we want if we want a level of self policing, if we want to be able to handle things in house, um, certain people that are willing to handle things in house have to be like they have to. You have to give them the information, and I'm gonna say aloud because a, 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 a woman putting her hand on my chest is not gonna stop me from doing what I'm gonna do. Right, mm -hmm. but you have to. But it's, it's it's graduated from that to you not even you withholding information. Yeah. And now now I feel lesser and I feel out the loop because somebody else knows the story. I don't know the story. Yeah. And then it's, go, it's circulating but, and but it looks like, like. But like the security guard, I feel responsible. I feel responsible. Yeah. I feel responsible. And at the end of the day, whose fault is it? It's her fault. It is. But in the eyes of everybody but else. It's, it's your fault. It comes back on you. Because men like me are going to ask. Yeah. Well, where, where was this? Where was that? Where's your fault? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you went. Well, how come they right. wasn't with you? So your, your dad, your dad know your boyfriend beating on you. He ain't saying yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Your brother yep. know. Your brother know you being being harassed, and he ain't saying yeah. shit. Oh, well, I didn't want to tell nobody, and I didn't want to. Well, you know what? That was your first mistake. You have to understand that there's certain things, good or bad, good, bad, and ugly, that come with every situation, and you can, in one in one way, call it toxic because it's you know it's ultra macho, it's ultra masculine, and we get physical and stuff like that. You can't then do that, and then when you're not protected and people don't do these things, then you come back and say you're not protected and you play the victim on the other side. Now I'm yeah. not. Well, let me let me rephrase my words. I don't mean play the victim. You are victims. You have been victimized, but yeah. there are ways to do it other than calling the police and just trying to wait and see what the fuck the police yeah. are going to do. And sometimes you are a victim of the situation they put yourself into. Oh, you put yourself you, into a situation. 
you allowed yourself now we to gotta continue start, to we be gotta in start this talking situation. About and now you upset because you're still stuck in this situation. We can't have that conversation, apparently. Oh, well, you know, everybody want to hashtag me, too. And hashtag <laughs> this and that. Hey, man. Hey. You know what I mean? Hey. But you, you hey. put yourself in a situation. And you allowed it and to happen. And hey, we're not talking and about now the, here you are. We're not talking about the bullshit you guys want to talk about. Well, I was dressed a certain way. We ain't talking about nothing. Yeah, we're not, no, we're not we're talking, talking about, about We're talking about the, the line of things. You hung out with people you don't fuck with. Without telling your friends, without letting people know where you were yeah. going, you went to a house you shouldn't have went to with dudes you don't trust. You drank shit out of a bowl you yeah. shouldn't have drank. You went out like it's it's, it's ten it's, things that should never happen in this path that fucked up. Yeah, right. And and and, and we're and, not saying what happened to you should have happened. Not, still shouldn't have happened. We're not saying that your your still marriage that you getting beat in should have happened. Still shouldn't have happened. But there are steps and things that you should have done to take care of yourself, and you did not do. Yeah, look, it made your situation worse. Look, I I. You are still responsible for, or partially responsible for your situation. You're not responsible for an asshole. An asshole is an yes. asshole. Yes. But Look. like, I, you know what? And just real quick. Oh, so sure. I got a lady friend who parents never met her husband until she was already married. Then you end up in a bad situation and you wonder why. Because the people around you never met him, was never there to tell you this is an asshole, don't do it. So yeah, that's yeah. that's what I think about when I'm when I'm talking about the situations like that. It's like it's a reason for this. Well, and there's and there's and there's there's intent behind not giving the information to everybody. Exactly. There's a there's reason the behind it. There's the intent that you don't want everybody to know mm-hmm. where you're going or who you're hanging out with or what you're doing at night. There's a reason that you make that decision. And and I, I the only reason I'm being cautious is because everybody wants to be in an uproar about shit and you don't know shit about it. But we have to. There is a part of personal responsibility that we have, and we're not, like I said, we're not talking about any other light bullshit. Like I said, sexual assault, sexual abuse should never happen, period, full stop. I'm there. We're, we're going. But I also teach self-defense, and there is a part of situational awareness where we teach you where it's not the end goal. The goal of what we teach you is not to fucking fight. It's to be aware of your surroundings, and when you see something that could potentially happen, you remove yourself from that fucked up situation. Mm-hmm. That is the best form of self-defense. The yep. Nike defense, run. run. If you see some yep. shit that's wrong, get the fuck out yeah. of there. Right? Try not to be there, and if you are, try to yes. get out. Now, now I'll, I'll turn it so you guys can understand. I've been in situations, especially in my 20s, where I've seen several things go wrong, mm-hmm. and I kept fucking going. Yeah, yeah. And when you look back, you knew, hey, man, I, I should have stopped yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the shit happened, mm-hmm. and the shit went fucked up. Yeah, I should have let this ride. I should have let it ride. I and, I and I and when I tell the stories, I'm embarrassed because I tell my boys, hey, I didn't let y'all know. I didn't do this. All the rules that we had. Yeah, I, I broke them. Yeah, yeah, none of that yeah, shit. Yeah, I broke them. I didn't stick to and, none of the law. None, none of the rules. And it, and it proved my fucking point. <laughs> yeah. I didn't stick to none of the fucking rules. When we was and young. And the shit happened. When yeah. we was young. And the shit happened. And we know better. Yeah. But when <laughs> I stick to the rules, this shit tends not to happen. And look, we're not mm-hmm. talking about absolute. We're not talking about 100%. We're just talking about decreasing the percentage of chances that yep. something happens. It's like wearing your seatbelt. Yep. Decreasing, yes. It's like wearing your seatbelt. Your yeah. seatbelt's not going to save your life 100% of the time, but it decreases the chances yeah. of you losing your life if you have an accident. Yeah. That's all we're talking That's about. It. Wear your fucking seatbelts. Yeah. Wear your fucking mask. Hey, somebody sent me a personal video this week of a I'm black dude on an airplane. Of a black dude on an airplane. <laughs> Stewardess tell everybody, hey, you got to wear your mask. You got to keep them on the whole flight. Mm-hmm. So the flight ain't even left yet. He gets up to go to the bathroom without a mask on, and he gets upset because the stewardess tell him to put his mask back on. Yes. And he gets upset and goes crazy and starts, you know, calling the stewardess racist and all this stuff. God, it's amazing. I'm never around these things when they happen. I really want to I'm be never there. around it either. And I really, that's exactly I really what I wish said. to be there. I was there. like, I wish I, I was really there. I really wish to be there. <laughs> I really wish I was there just so I could act a pure ass. And that's probably bad of me. It is. But 
And then you got black people egging him on when he's clearly in the wrong. Clearly. Clearly in the wrong. Clearly, clearly not doing the things like you said, like wearing a seatbelt. Clearly. Like, clearly, clearly. your understanding of, of, of being accountable for yourself and being yes. responsible for the things that are around you, obviously there's a, there's a miscommunication somewhere. That or you stupid or slow. One of the two. Or both. Yeah, or all of the above. Yes. But clearly... There's an issue here which you understanding that, like you said, sometimes in our lives there's just basic rules. Basic rules. And we know we should have followed them. Basic rules. And then this dude gets kicked off the plane and all this other stuff. Basic but rules. at the end of the day, he was in the wrong. There's personal responsibility, and people really need to take that. It, instead, of, instead of pretending in certain cases and pretending to be the victim or highlighting or exaggerating how much of a victim you were, mm-hmm, Exactly. it clouds the real victims yeah because they're real victims yeah and it makes it hard for them to get the message out it or to makes get the it issues hard fixed. and it makes it harder for them it makes it harder for people to believe them to mm-hmm. believe something happened to them because you still have a lot of the fake victims yeah. out here that are crying wolf. yeah they're real victims that real shit happens to that and i'm not defining real whatever happened to you if you think it's real it's real like there are real victims out here that go through shit that yeah. did everything right yeah. Quote unquote. And they become overshadowed by the bullshit. They're overshadowed by, by the people the whining and crying. It's, oh my God, you know, they kicked me off the plane yes. and they was racist because I wouldn't put a mask on. Yeah, no. That's not that's not what the fuck it was. You was an idiot. You were just an asshole. Yeah. And and, and you and, got treated like one. And the people that weren't on the plane that would have told you you were an asshole weren't on the plane because we ain't gonna get on the fucking plane right now. Yeah, yeah. Pandemic. yeah. <laughs> and, but you know what? And then <laughs> so the other thing is too, is unfortunately we live in a society where those of us who would set something straight like that, we face consequences and repercussions of setting things straight. All the time. You know? Because if, if we were on the flight and we would have told the dude, look, man, you're being a fucking idiot. Everybody got to keep a mask on. You need to put your shit on or you need to get the fuck off. Yes. Then we would have looked dumb. We would have looked like we were starting a confrontation yes. because technically it didn't have nothing to do with us. But technically it had a lot to do with us because I'm on this flight and you taking up all day and you might I might miss my connection flight. You don't know what's yeah, gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, it's uh, it's so, all of that. It's all of that. Yeah, it's so all of that. You can't do what's right sometimes because you have to worry about the consequences that come Ooh, along with doing what's right. Man, look. If and that's if, the kind of society we live in because if, everybody's got got this got too many rights now, unfortunately. That's a word, man. They, they have they have too many rights, that's and I understand word. why, and that's and I understand why we live in a country like that, and that's for a whole nother segment that's because that, segment. that's a that's a long 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 that's, conversation. Fuck man! But we we live in a world where doing what's right can get you in just as much trouble as doing what's wrong. I want you guys to sit with that, and that's that's rough. That's I a want hard. You. That's a it's a hard thought process. I want you guys to sit with that. I'm not, we're not going to another topic. We're going to wrap up after this. But I want you to sit with exactly what he just said. We're doing the right thing. Being a good person can gets get you penalized. It can get you in just as much trouble. It can as get you arrested. It can get you wrong. killed. It can get you listed as a pariah on, on social media. Like it's mm-hmm. it can fired from your job for doing the right thing. And I want you guys to sit with that, and I want you to think of all the situations in your life where it was that. You want to do the mm-hmm. right thing, but you were scared because of the, yeah. the repercussions. Or you did the right <laughs> thing, and then you <laughs> suffered. Because remember this. we wasn't, this, this, Our society, America, was not built on morals and ethics. No. And I'll leave it with that. You know, it wasn't built on morals and ethics. And with that, we are going to sign off Whiskey Therapy Podcast. Appreciate you guys taking this journey with hey, us. 
Shout us out on like us, review us, Spotify, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Apple Instagram. Podcast. You guys YouTube have anything you want to say? DM us. Like I said again, shout out to Cassie. Cassie, I got your I got, I got your uh, your alcohol recommendations for Glen Fittich. We're gonna start doing some scotches on here too. Ooh, I was just had that conversation. Yeah, up. we'll do some scotches yeah. on here too. And pipes. We'll, we'll, we'll get in. Uh, we're gonna do pipes. We gotta we gotta have a different conversation here. I got we a gotta, couple people. I got a guy. I'm, I'm trying to get step my game we, up. We really finna be old men. Oh, I got a I got a, a 22 long rifle story for you too. About oh, the game oh, up. Hey man, hey, we yeah. gonna sign yeah. off yeah. on this <laughs> podcast so we can get to the real conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be going. Yeah. Appreciate you guys listening for taking the journey. Wish yeah. Therapy Podcast. Yeah, we baby. out. Long Let's head on care. Mike, Let's take go. us out, baby. Let's go. Let's go. go.